Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Comsi, the place of everything related to Amazon FBA and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Ecomsi. And today we'll bring you a very special guest. His name is Mike Stewart, and he's a seven-figure Amazon seller. And one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you, Mike, today to the show is because I wanted to get some of the knowledge and tips from an actual Amazon seller which is actually the people that is on the grind every single day, making, you know, surviving the Amazon in the Amazon ecosystem. So that's actually what we're going to discuss today. It's going to be around tips about how to run an Amazon business, how to create a team, um, and basically run a successful Amazon business, right? So before um, we jump into that, I would like to for sure introduce you, Mike. Thank you very much for coming to the show. Hey, how are you doing today, man? No worries. Yeah, thank you um, for the introduction and um, good choice of words. Surviving the Amazon space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why I think it's so important to also bring Amazon sellers that uh, basically are not service providers and they actually on a daily basis in the reality of Amazon because I know sometimes it's not all rainbows and it, it's important to basically explain to your audience what are the, some of the challenges you're going to encounter when running Amazon business and what are some of the strategies that you can for sure implement to make sure you have a successful a, a Amazon brand and business, right? Um, but before we jump into that, I usually like to hear about the story of my guests so because I know a lot of people like to understand where you're coming from, how you jump into Amazon, so they can sometimes even relate to you, right? Uh, so yeah, uh, feel free to share your story, how you jump into Amazon, and we go from there, yeah? Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, I'll try to keep this brief. But um, yeah, I basically left my job at 19, so 15 years ago. Um, I thought I want to make money online. Like, yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, and that was literally it. I had no plan and had it in my notice. I, I feel kind of bad now because they were a great company and lovely people. Um, and they were like, oh, you've got to work at notice. Oh, this is, I shouldn't say this to your guest, but I was like, no, I'm going to go now. But I didn't mean it like badly. I was just like, I'm going to yeah. go. I'm going to go. I wait, thank I you. Wait. Yeah, yeah. I was like, thank you very much. Like, all good terms, but I just went. Yeah. And then I uh, walked home and then I was living with my parents. My mum was like, what the hell have you done? Da, 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 da. And to be fair, she had a point. Didn't make any money for like six months a year, whatever. Yeah. Uh, bit, bits. Just... I guess I just kind of honed my hustling skill online to a degree. Anyway, a few years rolled by, get into um, apps, like mm -hmm. iPhone apps and things, scaled that up to um, uh, eight, uh, 800 apps we created, 14 and a half million downloads, had a team of 53 in India, um, wow. and then exited that. And then we got into Amazon. Um, it wasn't a huge exit like you see some of those app companies were valued yeah. at years ago. It wasn't nothing like that. It was just it was a Silicon Valley level. <laughs> nah, 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 just a tiny bit of 
Well, that's China. great. I mean, it's all, it's all about experience. And, and for sure, I bet you're using some of those skills now to run your Amazon business, which is awesome. Man. 100%. And obviously, naturally, with, with a, to be fair, we didn't use much money, but with a little bit of the money, I think we started with, it was 2.6 grand. And then, yeah, maybe about $5,000 to launch the first product. Okay. okay. No, this is six six years ago. Yeah, the good times, so like, I know. Yeah, this yeah, is the good yeah. times. When you had, yeah, when you had certain reviews. Yeah, I mean, 5,000. Yeah, with 5,000, five, seven years ago, you could do a very strong launch. I mean, nowadays we know that's not reality, which we... Yeah, I, th I think from, from memory, we hit $20,000 revenue first month. So I was like, wow, wow, like this thing works, you know? So, and then obviously from then on, yeah, it's, it's a big journey, but which we'll get into, I'm sure. <laughs> that's amazing, man. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I actually also relate with you regarding how you jump into business very similar to myself i used to be also an engineer i started making money online and and the same i remember when i took the decision to to resign i, I just didn't want to wait the the weeks that you went away i just wanted to jump and everything and the same like you the uh, usually the first months or so you're struggling trying to understand how to run your own business but it's all about uh, not giving up, right? I think, it, and, and I like the fact that you explained to your audience how the first uh, month to year, usually you don't make any money because I think there's this fallacy around Amazon that you just uh, uh, basically stop working, you launch a pro on Amazon and you're going to be set for life, which is not a reality. Uh, well, yeah. And which we, you know, just to say, like, it, it seems a common theme. So I'm in a different business networking group, not to do with Amazon, but people want me to speak about Amazon. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't sell anything to do with Amazon, right? So I was like, yeah, okay, cool, I'll do it. And so many people who are not in the space, they they keep saying, oh, <laughs> start with 300 pounds and no, you can make bad. thousands in like a, no. a week, a month. And I'm like, what the? No. So obviously I just break that down and we'll, we'll get into it more. But for me, I, I don't know what you think and what other sellers think. I think you're lucky if you launch a product in nine months. I would yeah. say that's realistic. By the time you do your product research, get get all the find the supplier, get the yeah. samples in. Look, there's going to be some rubbish samples. Go yeah. back and forth. Place your order. What if you ship by boat? That that's a month on its own. Plus yeah. checking time to Amazon, one to two weeks, getting it to the yeah. port. Two months. Let's say two months. Just <laughs> waiting for shipping. So no, yeah. no, So as you understand, and many other sellers do, but to the people who are seeing this rubbish on Instagram. Unfortunately, that's what sells their courses, but I'd say nine months is quite quick, and that's a long time. Yeah, I mean, out of pocket cash flow. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree with you. Business takes time, and and I, I totally agree. If you go to TikTok, all this platform is crowded of these videos that they say, "Oh, buy this cup in Alibaba and then sell it and make millions." And the reality, they don't explain the complexity around PPC saturation yeah, yeah. of the market, all that things. But it is what it is, right? And and I think uh, now that you're actually touching on on the length of a uh, launching a product. Uh, I actually would like to uh, hear about your, your experience on launching a pro because uh, I know it's diverse from seller to seller, but the reality is that most of the time, once you're launching the pro for the first time, you encounter challenges, most likely you have some uh, anecdote to share. So yeah, give us a bit of how went, how that first launch went for you and and how was your experience with it? So the, the, the very first launch we did yeah. six right. years ago, yeah. wow. Um, <laughs> 
At risk of, yeah, look, there was, there was, there was services you used, wasn't it? I can't remember the name of it. What was, it began with an S. Uh, I mean, yeah, that, uh, there were so many services that basically they help you with giveaways and, it, it and giveaways. And and you yeah, it was, it was so easy. You just use them, and, and I mean, I miss them. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, I do I miss them, but yeah, they were the, the services, and it was just done. And then you're up and running. Oh, we're making sales. Cool, wicked. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. I remember that uh, one of the big ones, if I, know, if I forgot, it was Viral Lunch. I remember Viral Lunch was one of the big ones with yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I remember you, you just put a product, you could buy reviews, <laughs> you could buy everything. <laughs> what a nice time, right? <laughs> yeah. I can't remember that. Is it Snap? Snap something? Oh, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But it was just before Viral Launch, I think we were using that. Okay. Yeah. It was good. It was and good. Yeah. yeah. And the reason why I ask you that is, is because it's completely different than nowadays. I mean, nowadays the complexity on Amazon is to another level. I like the fact that Amazon every single day is becoming more professionalized. What I mean by that is big money is coming to the market, big brands. So it's not anymore the typical business that you can do on the side. You really need to put all your effort into the business. Mm-hmm. And that's where uh, for sure you come into play and you've been talking with me that you have a team and everything behind. So. When was that point that you realized Amazon is not anymore something I can do on my own as a side thing, which this service was so easy, but now I really need a, a real team behind me. It's a real business, and I need to take it to the next level. How, how does switch happen, basically, in your journey as an Amazon seller? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, we'd used the team before in my last business, but we didn't in Amazon to start with. Yeah. It was early on. Like it was early on because okay. like there was, just, there was just so many. Like, I think after after launching our first product, oh, maybe like a year into it or a year and a okay. half. Yeah. That's nice. Actually, that's very good because most of the people I talk to, uh, you know, there is this uh, basically thing that happens a lot to us Amazon sellers that we, we go into that trick uh, in, in our mind that we think nobody can do a better job than us and we want to keep control of everything. And, and sometimes I miss sellers that they've been selling for five, six years and they just started exploring outsourcing maybe six months ago, one year ago. I said, you've been doing all this work by yourself. And I like the fact that you said just within one year in the business, you did that, which is, I think that's the, the, the best way to, to scale. Because if you are always working in the business, right, and not on the business, eh, that's where you hit bot- eh, the bottleneck effect and, and you don't move forward, right? Well, that, that's interesting, mate. So, like, I don't think we did it quick enough. Like, the product research could just be outsourced to a degree, like, the present, yeah. presentation of data. But that was the, the most time-intensive thing at the start. And I admit it, I did it, um, and my business partner as well. And looking back, that was just stupid. Um, I, don't know, <laughs> I, don't know, no, I don't know why we did it. I don't know. I, I think it was just a new thing. So we were like, oh, yeah. how does this work? When I do it, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. You're right. I think ego as well. Um, like, I, we got a big team well, so so many decent sized team now, 27 people uh, on the Amazon, uh, in the Amazon company. And then I've got another, a couple of businesses, but with like smaller teams basically, but I'm, I've gone so the other way of not doing anything myself. Like it's embarrassing <laughs> to be honest. Like, and I'm not trying to be funny. Like just anything. I'm just like, I just give, give now, just give to the, give to the staff now like I've gone completely other, other way and I, I, you touched on it there a bit I think 
for myself, looking back, maybe it was a bit of ego, not doing it before, mm. that you were the best person. And yeah. I'm telling you now, I think every one of my staff, is, and it's not hard, but it's better than me at what they do. Like, it, they're doing Which it is the proper day. way. That's the best. Yeah. I always say, if you're in a room and you're the smartest guy, you're doing something wrong. You shouldn't be the smartest on your team. Actually, your people should be smarter than you in what they do. Like, like, honestly, like, just... <sighs> People come up with like project management system, like, systems for the whole team and stuff, and like use all like the Zapier app and like just mm. doing the automations together. Uh, there's that new um, website I've, I've seen a couple of months ago, made, uh, make, make, mm-hmm. is, is, check it out. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. Um, and, and one of the teams set that up because I'm not the most technical. So, <laughs> like, you know, I know it's her skill set, you know. So I'm I like, see. Yeah. So that, that's great. So that means right now, a, your main role in the company will be more the high level strategy like where the company is going would you say yeah yeah exactly yeah um okay. yeah and i guess coming back to like products and launches and stuff like yeah we have taken a bit of a different strategy um for us high um higher ticket items and high profit less sales because i Which think it's, fine. Like, it's just yeah. kind of but it's like bigger profit so you're getting more cash flow back sooner and, and launches are easier as well. Like, like know, to be honest with you, because of some of our like uh, packaging and and stuff we've got, that I'm not sure if this is still still updated <laughs> to, to Amazon, but some of the inserts we got yeah. really creative with things. Um, like we got like little. Oh, I'm just gonna say it. We got like little light light boxes. Do you know the light boxes? Yeah, yeah, yeah so like, like a check. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. talks and things like that. Little video inserts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, they just help get reviews and things. I can't believe how good they were, to be honest with you. I thought that's awesome. I thought, I thought it was going to annoy customers, but people love it. So that sometimes we don't even do like a review campaign, like you know. Yeah, it just, just by uh, yeah, and I think for sure. I mean, those strategies are good. I think, but the reality is that you also need to have a good product because you may have the best strategies in the world for reviews, but your product sucks. I mean, there's nothing you can do. And, yeah. Yeah, and I love the fact that you're touching on high uh, high ticket uh, products in terms of pricing and everything, because uh, there's also so many so much content out there that they they always say the same thing. Oh, the product needs to be a shoe size box uh, product. It needs to be less than uh, two kilos. Uh, it needs to be small, whatever. And then at the end of the day, everybody launches the same thing, and they always use the same filters on on tools such as Helium Tem. They need to sell three hundred units per month, whatever. But the reality is that with that with pros are expensive, you can make the same money than selling three hundred units, but you just need to sell fifty units per month. Yeah, so yeah. You have less overhead. Your logistics are easier, as you say, it's easier to run because the search volume and um sometimes the competition around these niches is is less because less people is gonna is gonna launch these pros because they're expensive. Um. And you have the margins, which is basically why you need to run a successful PPC campaign, right? <laughs> of course, yeah. I mean, to be fair, um, Danny does our PPC, uh, Data Brew and stuff. And um, okay. plug to him. It, it, it's class, to be fair. But yeah, so um, I don't get involved in that. Again, outsourcing. I don't touch yeah, it. I, mean, I don't I, do anything. I, <laughs> I love it, man. And, and I think that's great because uh, I bet that helps you so much uh, when it comes to understanding have to keep expanding your business because I feel that if you are the person doing everything, 
you get caught on doing all the single admin stuff, reporting, numeric stuff that, I mean, it's important for sure, but it doesn't, it's not going to move the needle in the long term to scale your business. But because you now have the time to think, see the process at another level, you can understand basically how to put the right strategy to move the, the business right and keep running circles in the same spot and not move forward, right? Yeah, 100%, mate. Yeah. So, um, well, there's, wonder, a, there's, there's a lot to learn, like, as well. Like, as you know, there's so many different skills needed in an Amazon business. That's the problem as well. So you've got yeah. a marketer, an accountant, um, manager stock, which is an art in itself, right? Um, you know, PPC, like you said, uh, then you've got to be the product also. Like, there's a lot of things for you to Top be. Lines, all that, I mean, yeah. Legal, like, yeah, et cetera. Like, everything, right? Like, everything. So, um, yeah. It's a headache. Yeah. Customer service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so actually, now that you mentioned that, what is your take when it comes to outsourcing? Would you say, I know this depends from person to person, but would you prefer first have an understanding of that specific section of your business, like learn the basics and everything, and then outsource it? Or sometimes you just outsource it regardless of not understanding it? Uh, it's a good question. And the reason why I ask you this is because the, the, what may happen if you outsource without understanding is how you know if they're doing what they should, they're supposed to do. You see what I mean? 100%. Um, <laughs> he's not That's a good question. Question. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very good question. I think it, you've it's even got to be really good at hiring to, to yeah. not, to, which is a skill set in itself, to not, um, to not learn it yourself. And just know that they know what they're talking about. I, th I, th I don't know, man. I know, <laughs> I know. Whenever I get that question, it's tricky, man. It's tricky because mm. it's, it's like you're chasing the chicken and the chicken chasing the egg is like running and you don't know what is the right answer. But yeah, it's, I'll be honest with you. It, like, and we've done tons and tons of hires. Like, yeah. Um, that's great. And when it comes to hiring, how how you find your, your people? So in case some Amazon sellers are listening to you and they say, okay, I want to... Uh, make a team, I'm going to grow. What is usually your advice in where they can start looking and finding people? So, yeah, um, I've, I do have an outsourcing agency as well. Little plug there, leverage me, <laughs> I um, So, yeah, I've, obviously I've, I've been hiring for like 10 years, I think, I'm over that. Um, but, yeah, there's a little system. I, I, I don't know if you want me to get in, into it. I mean, you can give the high level. It doesn't yeah, need to be taking them at just well, the high level. Share it. That's all we do yeah. like, at the end of the day. Um, just be thorough, I think, with your hires. Um, give them little tests. For example, one of the tests we do, like even in a job advert, is like just like write this as a subject line. So I know you've read the, the post. I don't know if that's common knowledge to people or what. Mm -hmm. So like we might have like um, uh, Amazon VA, right? After we've written the job description, be like write Amazon VA in the, in the subject line. Mm -hmm. So when they do that, you know they've read the job. Everyone else, you just delete everyone else yeah. and then during that job post we might ask them keep it keep it quite brief the job post but like might ask them like five uh six seven questions not not loads and then just certain things that we like to find out like what's the, the most challenging thing you've faced because then when they tell you and you think oh wow that's impressive <laughs> like they've used initiative and they're resourceful etc okay. assuming you're looking for that person and then obviously also 
by doing that, anyone who hasn't answered the questions hasn't read the job post again. <laughs> so you can delete them. You'll be surprised how many people it is. So that should yeah. you leave you with about 30% of the applicants, roughly. Which is Yeah, surprising. because I guess they just copy-paste the same thing to every exactly. single application. Yeah. Exactly. That's just how we get really, really good VAs. Um, yeah, and then just from then on, it's just like interviews. Obviously, if you want to do it over like video, it's not essential. It depends on the skill set you're applying, um, you're hiring for. Because uh, like a graphic designer doesn't need to be on video, and if he's a bit yeah, like, sure. more confident, then yeah. But if it's custom service, maybe you want them a bit more confident. So video call should be fine. Okay. Um, you know, just general like things relating to their CV. You're going to ask them, and then another. This is kind of. I think the, the most key tips are like the, the code word in the application that um, and then this one, do a trial day with all the VAs in, in one Skype group and just say like, hi, guys, like this is for like one or two roles, whatever. Um, I'm putting you in a group Here's, and then you give them like a Trello board of tasks to do. And you and it's all like random task in there, right? If it's a general VA and whoever comes out, whoever's done the most, and whoever's done it the best is the winner, like in short. Yeah. Yeah, you just to see tell. who puts the most initiative and all that. Exactly. And you pay them for this trial as well. But um, yeah, whoever's done the most and whoever got on, uh, whoever did That's the best is who you hire at the end of the day. It's, it's quite clear after one day. It's only a one day trial. Um, and, and as well, with the Skype group, for me, I'm looking for people who like help others. Mm. That's why I do that. Because I just find like, it's like, that's a good that's a good one yeah because you're not just looking for people that's individual but actually can work on a team right yeah that's important to us like culture in the team and stuff as well and then uh after that you want to get their id and sign them nda again it's just a trust thing and then a key thing that a lot of amazon sellers i think don't do is put them on like a time tracking software like hubstaff yeah and it, it basically tracks them and their activity and what they're doing and takes pictures of their um their screen every i think it's three pictures every 10 minutes yeah uh, because that, that's key like i know some people are doing good on amazon and i know that their vas are taking taking the you know what um yeah. and they just get a, spend a spreadsheet at the end of the week and they're like oh yeah pay this and they've done like two hours work a day so like yeah 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 yeah, yeah that, i think that's actually also something i hear a like, lot the thing with time tracking is that sometimes some people don't want to implement it because they feel like that disrespecting the person oh i want to see every single thing that you do but at the end of the day i guess it's it's part of the building trust process right With well yeah I, I think it's essential and i think to get around that you just say look we've got a few members of staff it's hard to this is how we track everyone like it's just easier for us yeah uh, they should be fine okay. with it like yeah. yeah okay great so now that's very good. Thank you very much for those tips. I bet a lot of people are going to find those helpful. So um, I think now I would like to start jumping into um, a little bit about um, some of the main challenges overall. You, you've been seeing lately the last couple of years, uh, I mean, that you have in content your business. Um, um, what are some of the tips you can provide uh, to Amazon search to work on there? Because I know lately all things are getting more complex the logistics side of things, the advertising side of things, I mean, the whole thing, right? So what is your, your take on this and I want some of your advice on, on what is happening right now in the Amazon world? To be honest, we've been fairly lucky. We got a bit lucky with things, I think. We ordered a load of stock in, overstocked, and the price was good. And then um, our profit margins are higher as well. So it has helped. 
but I, that's not very useful advice for like people who are stuck in a product yeah at smaller margins so I, I don't really know what to say on that one if i'm completely honest yeah. with you like i don't yeah, know it's, tricky. it's like it's if tricky. the number do you raise the prices i know that i know you can't raise the prices to uh, yeah because then you have an issue with the buy box and all that yeah and uh, but actually i think just to rephrase the question for you to make it easier uh, you guys besides anything anything besides ppc which is what every every person do are you doing anything outside of amazon to help when it comes to traffic and sales, or you're focusing 100% on Amazon? And what I mean by this, are you doing any kind of influencer marketing, email marketing, something like that, or, or not at the moment? No, we're not, to be honest. Uh, we okay. just do Amazon PPC. Again, Danny, Danny's so good. Data is so good. Yeah. <laughs> he should pay me a commission. But yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, he just, like, the, the profit margins are the profit margins, and that's our budget for PPC. That's just how we've looked at it. Like, he, the, yeah. those, him and Ellis are like really, really good. So yeah, very lucky good. to have them. To be fair, um, but no, we don't do anything else outside. Again, okay. like our, you got to remember, our strategy is high end, high end items. People who have money, yeah, people have been affected, but rich people are probably been. Yeah, they're gonna get richer because yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah. like our products are like two hundred dollars plus. So like, yeah. I yeah, see what I mean. Uh, it's not a typical product you will put on TikTok <laughs> and then people no, are going to no, no. swipe and, and buy because it's not an impulse buy. It's something expensive, as you say. Yeah, yeah like, maybe they're like quite gift-orientated as well. And yeah, just... Yeah, so I'm sorry, I can't relate to pe people like... Yeah, that's what I can't. Okay. Like, yeah. Good. Uh, and when it comes to selling, are you currently selling just in the UK or are you expanding globally uh, with your yeah, product? Yeah, we, we do um, UK, Europe and US, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. And uh, uh, which one are you finding the best right now for your type of products? US, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I bet, right? I mean, yeah. is the reality the USA is huge compared to, to I bet, the other countries in Europe and um, and UK specifically? But actually, it would be interesting now to start concluding today's episode because Europe, I know, is something that a lot of UK sellers want to try. Uh, which country in Europe have you found the best besides, I mean, you're already selling the UK and you're selling Europe, but which country have you found interesting in terms of a success for your, for your brand as well? Yeah, so we don't actually sell much in the UK. We do sell there, but it doesn't do good numbers. So um, Germany is our best by far. Yeah. And then a surprising one was your uh, your homeland, mate. Italy, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm surprised because I know Italy is very price sensitive, and if your posts are uh, expensive, yeah, I, I I didn't believe we were going to do that well. Maybe like I don't know. Maybe it's like cook. Oh, sure. I get my industry away there, but hey ho. Maybe it's like with a home and kitchen. Maybe it's like that kind of family okay. thing. People, a lot of family around. I see. And, I see. I, I see. Know. I don't know. That's awesome, man yeah good good yeah that, that's great to hear yeah usually when it comes to our clients as well when they want to expand to europe yeah usually we advise Ger germany first i mean germany is even bigger than uk mm. and then just uh, give it a try to the rest i think the other countries like spain france and so on is just a trial and error it just put in the product uh, giving a test and, and go from there for sure yeah yeah Awesome. So, yeah, mate, uh, I mean, is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Any last minute tips? Uh, feel free to, yeah, anything that you want to share before we conclude today's episode uh, about your experience as an Amazon seller? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think like, mindset's, like, really, really important. I love it, yeah. Because you, you touched on it there and, like, don't give up. And, like, 
like, honestly, like, I, I'm not afraid to say it. Like, I've had, I've had some meltdowns like over the last six years. Like, mm. like, like literally, like, when such shit happens, uh, oh, sorry, I swore. Sorry, um, when stuff happens. <laughs> I did well, man. It was 25. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. That's totally fine. That's um, when the emotions come up. I know this is, is an emotional thing because, he, I mean, I, I've been there as well. So I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just d don't give up. Like you said, as soon as you give up, that's when you lose, you know. So you got to keep going. I know it feels hard and you want to give up and you're very close to giving up. You think the, the world is ending and you can't do it. Yeah. Um, obviously, with, with the pandemic and stuff, that was not nice for anyone and just mm. like there was we didn't have stock for like months at one point and it mm. was like okay this is done now are we done here mm. you know but yeah you know, luckily we got up and running again just like you got to keep yeah your mindset in check and just know it's part of the process i think and not be now that you touch on mindset do you do something to help you with that like meditation things like that or it's more something you just try to yeah on a daily basis try to control that which is difficult i know but is there any kind of thing you do to to aid your mindset when it comes to to running your business uh it's probably just <laughs> it's probably <laughs> a case of being in that position enough times <laughs> yeah and her <laughs> yeah, you just, you just like, not have to live with the pain, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not to be that's not to be negative. That's just reality. To be fair, something I've noticed recently, especially in the last two years, is reaching out to people, friends, and I know it sounds cheesy and a bit whatever, yeah. but reaching out to friends, talking to people, like because people have been through it through it too. Trust me. Um, I, I reached out to Danny at one point during the pandemic. I was like having a meltdown, and he he was there for me. Um, I, another mentor was like yeah this happened to me i've lost every i've lost everything before and then i was like okay i'm not that bad like and then yeah, yeah i don't know talking to people everyone's been through it like yourself you, you said yeah. speak up speak it, to people, you know like one of, my, one of my one of my friends like um he does 200 million a year not on amazon and he was like i've been bankrupt three times like wow yeah and you're like okay people have real stuff going on and there's a lot worse things going on than just some numbers that you generated from amazon as well as we know right like it's yeah it's more than that for sure i love yeah. it i i think that this are uh, great closing for this, today's episode so yeah thank you for sharing that yeah. but yeah is um i would like to thank you once again for coming i appreciate you sharing your journey i know maybe some people may want to reach out um you know maybe ask you some questions or sure. something like that so is, is there anything you want to share like your social media something if people want to reach out to you yeah i think instagram's the best mike james stewart basically uh, i should come awesome. up yeah awesome i'm gonna make sure i put it down on the description so people can thank find you, you. but yeah man thank you very much i'm uh, looking forward to see you at some of the events here in the uk and definitely gonna have you in the next one in the future again okay? nice one cheers Vincenzo. thanks for having me yeah. on bye 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 Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or... Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.